1: culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision.
0: Another opportunity today to jump into the friendship space because sometimes we struggle with friendships. Uh, There might be all sorts of dimensions to our friendships, not just those romantic-type friendships that lead to marriage and long-term ways that we partner together, but also best friends forever or just being good mates. Well, we're back again today, and we'll delve into some of the science Of Friendship with Peter Sorkia, a former pastor, now a Christian therapeutic life coach, who leads Peter Empowering You. She has a new series on friendships. It's called Why Friends. Hello, Peter. Welcome back to 2020.
1: Thanks for having me again, Neil. It's always a pleasure.
0: Peter, we might get uh, a little bit into the science here because you've been doing some studies in this area in what is known as brain space, the need for Mm. our brains to make friends and to grow and to develop in such a way that we've got room for friendships. How does this Mm. work?
1: Mm, It's quite interesting because our brain has lots and lots and lots of neurons, billions, And we work out our life and we do life according to what brain structures are there. And they've been set up by lots and lots and lots of repetitions over time. So like habits. Now friendship requires that we use some of the brain space or brain structure friendships, it actually requires that we set out, well, motivated, determined um, to proactively seek out friends and create a space in our brain that this is the friendship spot. I'm going to do this and then I'm going to keep doing that. So that's requiring of us some effort, some time, some motivation and some dedication So that becomes now a structure in our brain and so we can keep on doing more of the same. So friends and keeping friendships require that we actually do something psychologically, emotionally, um, cognitively, which means thinking, in our brain. We have to... Put aside some time, okay? So we have to think that through. How does that look in my day, in my week, in my month? How do I set aside the time for that friend and these friends and maybe those friends together? We have to process it and that is utilising some brain space. (laughs) Um, So they did some studies during lockdown And they did it with Scottish students and they found that they had to put in some time and effort and psychologically work through maintaining their friendships. And they found it quite arduous, but they found it quite beneficial. So that's really true of all of us. It takes work. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes some brain space, but you are going to reap the benefits.
0: Some of us make friends easier than others. And I wonder whether you've got any insight here because maybe our good experiences of friendship or our bad experiences of friendship uh, can affect the way we make friends. And can that be nurtured onto better things or can it be fixed Mm. if there's been a problem with our friendships of the past? Can you fix these things?
1: Mm. Well, I think it's perhaps how we prioritise friendships. Are we prioritising friendships or are we prioritising our work um, and and other things that we need to do? Where on the to-do list have we scheduled friends? Perhaps we don't. And if that's the case, perhaps we've been a bit lazy or perhaps we just, it's a lack of planning. Um, Perhaps it's, uh, we don't need them, we feel. But I think that we all know how great it is to connect with another person who is a friend who cares about us and we care about them and how that feels. And so it is worthy of devoting some time, putting some time aside for our friends, specifically for that person, for us, so that we can... Um, be there for them they can be there for us but the science tells us Neil that it is so therapeutic to our longevity to our um, physical health to our psychological health our emotional health and of course our relational health so having friends and maintaining friends although it takes a lot and we don't want to do it we've got other things to do perhaps perhaps we want to we just have a very busy lifestyle, and that is understandable. But hey, a phone call once a week, once a fortnight, whatever it is that you can devote, it's going to make you feel better. And I know for me, I have to schedule my friends in. I schedule everything. That's how I do my life because I've got a lot of things to do. But the benefits far outweigh the, um, the juggling of my schedule, it far outweigh the, the messiness of my schedule perhaps. Just having that friend who hears me And I'm there for them. It's just so beautiful. It's a a wonderful thing to have.
0: Now, at the risk of taking us into too deep a conversation around friendships here, uh, let me just uh, put this out there. Uh, We often like to think that as we're working on our friendships, there's an equal working on the friendship. Uh, The friend that we have is equally working as hard to keep our friendship solid, strong and exciting. Sometimes it can be one-sided. Uh, even the problem that develops where where you've got uh, unequal friendships, where there's one side exploiting the other, uh, is it a good thing to aim at having sort of an unconditional love in your friendships so that uh, you're not in the realm of exploitation? Uh, any thoughts here around equality in friendships?
1: Um, firstly, there's different seasons. So a friend will need you much more than you will need them in a season that they're going through and vice versa. So um, that has to be just unconditionally given, obviously. And you know, hopefully, that friend will reciprocate when you need that. If if there is an ongoing um, unequalness of the friendship, and it, it is ongoing, maybe months, years, then perhaps it is time to reassess that friendship. And does that friend really want your friendship? Do they really uh, value your friendship? If there is nothing reciprocated, then perhaps that is time to have a look at that and inquire of the Lord. Is is it time to just let that friend just uh, peter out, that friendship peter out? That could be the case. Um, I think we have to be sensible and not expect too much, but not be exploited and not exploit others. So I think we we have to look at it clearly and objectively if we can, and if we need another friend to give us their their thoughts on it, so be it. Maybe get that friendship or counsellor or coach or whatever, pastor, to perhaps um, give you some feedback on what might be happening. So it's good to be objective.
0: I imagine, though, working on our own insufficiencies is probably the best way to start because, as Christians, we appreciate that sort of value that says we'll consider others more highly than ourselves. So we'll do unto others as we would have them do unto us. That's no doubt a real ingredient in good friendship but those sorts of values that you want to nurture in a friendship, how can you uh, just expand on those sorts of things for us, Peter?
1: So some of those values that you might want to reassess the friendships and think about, are they there? Is there a trust between you both? Do you both feel that you can trust your friend? Is there a respect from your friend and towards your friend? Is there support from your friend and to your friend? So there's some of the values that I think are quite important when it comes to friendship. And again, that's what the science is. They are the three things that are paramount in a good friendship. And remember, all of these things really do influence our sense of purpose, not only our well-being and our health, but our sense of purpose. Even stress levels can be reduced. Even our self-worth and our self-confidence, the research states are improved by having friends. So you can see that friendship is not just some ethereal sort of feel good thing, it's actually got some science behind it. And we know that the Bible talks about friendship and how good it is to have friends. So, you know, a lot of this science comes out and it's all very nice, but the, you know the Bible's been telling us all this stuff forever. Again, I'll bring uh, to mind and and uh, read out that one from Proverbs 18 which says a man who has friends must himself be friendly and there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother so friendship is important I'm just looking another one a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity how good is it to have that friend that is there when you're going through adversity
0: and Peter I imagine that it's a good thing to have friends in church Uh, sometimes your friends move on, and uh, that leaves you in a little bit of a void. But having friends that keep you motivated, keep you close to God, you're serving and you're working in His purposes together, working with friends in church is a very powerful way to form new friendships.
1: It is, and a great place to find friends because they have hopefully the same values as you, and it is worth taking the time to scan and have a look and, and perhaps test out some conversations and see if you gel with a person to to find some new friends if others move on. And I have a group of friends that I've known for 50 years and uh, we mm. are there for each other, we care about each other and we support one another and there's just nothing like it. And we had a meal out just recently, a Sunday lunch and uh, we had all our husbands, so we we're all women, we had all our husbands there. And the waitress actually was talking to me about us, and she said, You can just tell when people have been friends for a long time. There's just an ease of conversation. She said, I don't know exactly how to describe what I'm seeing with all of you, but there's just something that you all have. And hey, Isn't that special when you've got that with a group of people and when you've got that with a special friend or friends and uh, how wonderful that we can have that with our Lord. (laughs) It's the best friend of of ever is to have a friendship with our Saviour, with our Father, with the Holy Spirit. So friendship it comes down to, you know, perhaps at the end of the day, what are we receiving? What are we giving to our friend? Are we giving them time? Are we setting time aside and some effort and some brain space for our friends because it's more blessed to give than receive. But as we give, we are going to receive. So it's a a great thing to have a friend.
0: I think we'll have to work on that brain space and uh, let our brains grow and make room for new friends Uh, and, of course, those beautiful benefits, our own well-being, a sense of purpose, stress levels being lowered and self-confidence, beautiful things to think about. Let me connect people with you, Peter. Peter, of course, uh, is a therapeutic life coach, Peter Sorkia. She leads Peter Empowering You. The website is PeterEmpoweringYou.com and there might be some ways that you can connect in with some of the online activities, one of those activities being called De-Stress God's Way with Peter, and a number of different uh, opportunities too to connect with Peter and her books, Unfrazzle and Redazzle, and Inquisitive. You'll be able to get those at PeterEmpoweringYou.com. Peter, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts and your heart with us once again today on 2020.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Neil. God bless.